Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. Geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by a comic shop. Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination, and with generous support of listeners like you. For more Nerdy Show podcasts, community forums, and to learn how you can support this and other fine Nerdy Show programming, visit nerdyshow.com. The number you have dialed is not in service at this time. Please hang up and try again. Grab a slice of the epic pie cast. Don't stick it in your mouth. Put it in your ear holes now. Ladies and gentlemen, Nelson Lugo, Schaefer the Dark Lord, and Rachel Shane. That's me. Ladies and gentlemen, coming to you from the beautiful and spacious Studio 6C in Astoria, Queens, this is the Epic Piecast, episode 32. I am your host, Nelson Lugo. I am your other host, Schaefer the Dark Lord. And I am your other, other host, Rachel Shank. Hey, we're back. It's been 30 days, give or take. survived. Yes. Uh, So uh, how how has been your May? My May? Yes. Uh, my May was fun. I <coughs> I discovered a new television show on the Ooh, Hulu. Do tell. Which I feel I feel is appropriate for what we're planning today. It is a BBC show called Moon Boy. I've seen the M-O-O-N-E advertisements for that. O N E Boy. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Chris O'Dowd is in it, and I have a giant crush on him. And it's just <coughs> amazing that it's taken me this long to start watching this show. <laughs> Who is it's, that? Is that the cop from Bridesmaids? That's the guy from the IT crowd, and he also played. Uh, He's had bit parts in other things. Yeah, he was, um, he was the he was the date that Jane Foster went on in Thor: The Dark World. Oh, he okay. he yes. also uh, was on that's right <laughs> Broadway with James Franco in Of Mice and Men. So like he has my heart because I love Of Mice and Men. Uh, but the show yeah, is just delightful. It's about uh, a, a poor Irish family in. 1989 and Chris O'Dowd plays this young boy's imaginary friend. Oh. So it's just like interactions with this young boy. There's this really great episode where they tear down a wall and the episode is happening at the same time as the Berlin Wall is coming down. But he tears down the wall because he just doesn't want to have to walk a long way to go to school. So it's kind of like that. You know, it's just really, it's really cute. And I highly... Highly What's it called again? It. Moon Boy. That's actually been on my 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 short list of BBC shows to watch. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so I'll, I'll I, it, it's getting bumped up now based yeah. on your recommendation. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, like all the things we're reading and watching already, they're still good. Uh, I've been yeah. Yeah, I've been I've been binge watching the fuck out of uh, Murdoch Mysteries. Ooh, nice. Um, which Schaefer, you might you might actually like this. It's a it's a period piece. It's a turn of the century Victorian era. Uh, police procedural forensic show Mm -hmm. um set in canada Hmm. and it's really good it's it's got a lot of heart and the me is a strong 
woman, uh, great character, and leading uh, uh, the leading actor, uh, leading the lead role is this guy named Detective Murdoch, and he solves all of these mysteries using forensic science, which is brand new in the turn of the century. Uh, and the and the and there's a love thing. There's like this tension, love tension, the sexual tension between the medical examiner and the lead detective and but it's all like victorian love tension so it's so sweet and earnest and i love the fuck out of that show yeah. i'm i'm into season four right now and i can't i can't recommend it enough nice. i feel did you, i feel like you might have mentioned this last month then i'm still watching it yeah. you're well now you're into season four yeah now i'm into season four how long how many seasons of the there show are, are there? eight seasons and as far as i know it's still on the air like they're still making new episodes this is the show that made you angry because nobody online told you about it right? yes okay that is i have canadian friends and nobody fucking told me about it to apologize to nelson my <laughs> friends from canada please send an email to epicpodcast at gmail.com uh, I expect a hearty apology, Canada. All of Canada. You also aged in the past 30 days. Yeah. That's true. I did. Yeah. I had a birthday. Yeah. You turned I, a... I finally celebrated a birthday. Like yeah, you haven't, yeah. You haven't celebrated a birthday in ages. I've, ages. I, I <laughs> ages. wanted to throw you a party many times. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I've stopped you every single time. One time I organized a gathering of people to drink at a bar in Astoria. Yeah. Against your will. Yeah. And... Boy, were you miserable! I and I realized it. what a bad idea that was. You <laughs> I can't hated, force a force a birthday party upon somebody. I, I hated I hated every minute of it, but uh, but it was a very impromptu. It was a lovely gesture. And, that was years ago. Oh God, yeah, yeah, so long ago, like six years ago now. Back back when all of those people were our friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there were a lot of former friends there. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we had a Batman burlesque blowout that yeah, you organized. Oh, that was this year. That's, yeah. This is not yeah, six years ago. No, this no, no. Is, this uh, year. This year. No, you organized a Batman burlesque show uh, mm-hmm. for me, and we got to share the stage again, which was a fucking lovely gift. That was yeah. fun. I was I was uh, really excited to watch you guys co-host a thing. Yeah. The last time I saw you was the very, very last one, and I couldn't really pay attention to you guys. Why? I was kittening. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. The very, right, very yeah. last one. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it was nice to just like not have to give any fucks. Rachel, no. Rachel Shank gave an amazing performance. Oh my god, it was inspired. It was inspired. It was inspired. It was so good. Like singularly the worst thing that could have happened to me that day and I just had to go with it. I almost called and like was like I can't well, for come the, to the for, show. For, for the I people can't. who didn't come to the show, please explain yeah. what happened. Uh, I woke up uh I've been working over higher in Long Island and it was really foggy the night before and I was like, this is not going to go well. I'm super allergic to like moisture and stuff. And so I woke up on Saturday morning, the day of the show, and I had laryngitis. I had completely lost my voice. Yeah. And my whole premise was I was going to sing a cover of Seal's Kiss from a Rose yes. as Commissioner Gordon. <laughs> which, which was fucking great. I, I want to say that that was my idea, but it was totally Schaefer's brainchild. <laughs> but I took it and ran with it. So It I was, feel like so, good. It it was, was so good. It was so good. And so... What, what could have been, I guess, what could have stopped a lesser artist... You embraced it, yeah. and you used what you had available to make something greater than you would have had by itself. Yeah, and it was it it, it basically turned into a sing along. Yeah, it became a sing along. And I mean, it which, was great, which is a really fun idea. And I made jokes about all the late nights at the at the office and smoking <laughs> right. all the cigars <laughs> and just being like, "I'm not very good, but I learned this in the academy." 
And it was great because you, you were addressing the audience as if it was like the daily briefing. Yeah. Oh, it was like it was a, it was a morale exercise. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It was like, I, I was like morale has been really low here at the GCPD, and as your newly appointed commissioner, I uh, decided to do a team building exercise with a ukulele and a song that everyone is gonna have stuck in their heads for the rest of eternity. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. It was a good night. It was, it was a, a really good night. good night. Yeah. It was really. Yeah. Everyone was. Everyone was incredible. Like. Yeah. Tiger uh, Bay like knocked that shit there, out there, of the basically, park. Basically, basically, it was all. It was pretty much all new acts except mm-hmm. for maybe one or two. And yeah. uh, it was, I, I was so happy and, and, so, and so drunk. So I got incredibly so drunk. drunk. I haven't seen I got drunk so like drunk that in years. So fast. The yeah. Um, oh, like Surly Lugo drunk. I haven't seen that in, in maybe four years. Yeah, I've seen I've seen sad Lugo drunk. Oh, oh sure. Not surly Lugo. Oh, she drunk. was doing like angry magic at me at the bar after the show. Yeah. I remember we were sitting there. You looked at me and you like made a sharpie disappear, and you were like. You did some gesture that was like, the fuck you think of that, huh, punk? <laughs> and Shaver was equal parts mesmerized and pissed as shit. Yeah. It was so great. You basically come at me, broed, magic. That's wow. what you did to me. I don't remember good. that. Because you were drunk. So drunk. Oh, good oh, gravy. Oh, what a good birthday. I re- all, all, I re- birthday. all I remember is I wore my really nice brown suit, and now there's a giant, there was a cake stain in my crop. Ah, mm. good. That means you did your birthday right. Okay, good. Yeah. Yes. Cake. Um, oh, yeah, no, good time. Yeah. A good time was had by good all. Time, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've just been doing weird jobs and running around and making stupid art. Cool. <laughs> The stupider, the better. That's my plan. How's the How's the show going? the The comedy show. Yeah, it's it's good. It's good. I had a little bit of like a like a weird snafu with a burlesque performer and a comedian, and I kind of just had to go. Nope. Not. <laughs> you know what? I've I've done all I can do to make this a safe space for everyone, and it's. If it's still not going to work for everyone, that's no longer my problem. Not my circus, not my monkeys. I here's 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 what I think. I think comedians who tell um, body shaming, potentially problematic uh, sexual uh, violence jokes mm-hmm. will never understand that a burlesque performer is not going to take that lightly and not going to get the joke, and a burlesque performer is never going to get the joke because they will never see past the sort of uh, invalidation of, of people's fears and, and genuine pain. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, uh, it's just been very interesting because I have so much faith in both of these two art forms that I keep thinking that they're going like, to get It's along. oil and water. It's oil and, and water. It'll and, never mix. And they don't, but I like, I keep trying. I keep trying because I just still have so much love and so much faith in everyone that it, that it hurts especially <laughs> the most when it doesn't go well because I'm like, oh, what have I done? Yeah. Well, I these incidents, I mean, incidents where there's a clash be- among performers, they're few and far between. I yeah, assume. yeah. It, this is it, not, this is not yeah, the Yeah, most the, everyone the comes in under, under the impression that it's going to be like a night of everyone pushing the boundaries of their art, you know, and like, yeah, this is yeah. a, the space to do it. Cause it's like late night, Sunday night. I mean, who's honestly going to be there? Not like, me. There's a chance for you to like try out your stuff. And like, that's great. And I encourage that immensely. And I also encourage performers like discussing these issues with one another. Cause I think we all can work together and make better art. And 
and smarter art, but then people just get angry and just like start witch hunting one another. And I feel like I just got really heavy for no reason <laughs> just now in my catch up where I'm just like usually I'm like do 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 hang with the baby I'm well, making no. stuff and no, then no. well I mean and it's, then it's like this and... well because because it's just you know it, it's 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 hard to it's hard to create art that pushes the envelope without upsetting people exactly and it just I mean, seems like like the 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 fact that you're putting in you know white male stand up comics who are just notoriously uh, infamous for kind of just doubling down mm-hmm. on being no fuck you it's a joke yeah and not understanding the nuance of it and burlesque performers are so entrenched um, in their own feminism that they can't see past it just enough to see how that could be funny to someone mm-hmm. and when you when you get two strong personality types like this they just to me it just yeah, I just see like you know butting heads the entire time yeah the, the, the fact that it hasn't happened more often I think is more of a of a, of a feather in your cap that yeah, you've able I, you, I, I do really set that. up yeah. uh, a, a set of, of non-censorship kind of boundaries and also yeah. like a completely honest with what's going on I'm like if you can roll with this type of show like I want you to be there yeah, yeah. Like, I want you to I want you to come and experiment and like make this a space for that and and I, I am pleased that the, the butting of heads has happened very little. And most of the time it's happened in a very respectful, kind, artist-to-artist way. Um, right. But, but every now and again it's going to blow over yeah, into and something bigger. That, and, like, that's fine. You yeah, know, people yeah. will feel what they feel. And yeah. I just, I love and support everyone who comes on my stage until they prove me otherwise. And then I will gut them. <laughs> comedians <laughs> mostly you guys I'll set you on fire true in your beds um, yeah. so Lugo yeah. Lugatron another big thing has happened the past month and we would be remiss if we did not address it because I'm sure both of our listeners uh, who right. surely follow you on social media have, yeah. have, have seen a tremendous new development in your professional life in the past month. And yes. I feel like you should probably <clears throat> speak yes. to that. Yes, uh, I got a new iPad, which uh, has really... What, wait, what happened to your old iPad? Can I have it? Uh, I gave it to my father. God bless him. Sorry. Um, because he, cause he's, he's my father. Oh, yeah. Fine. Uh, but no, the, the iPad is actually... It's really simplified my Lugo? life. I can... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's, uh, let's, let's, um, I don't give I, a shit about your iPad. I am, <laughs> I am now the, uh, fill in, uh, ringmaster for the Big Apple Circus. Puppy power. Is it, oh my God. Puppy power. Is that from the Pound Puppies cartoon? No, no that's from, from Scooby-Doo. Oh, that's Scooby-Doo. from, that's Scrappy-Doo. The Scrappy-Doo yeah. years, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the years so I like is to that, is that So you are now working at the Big Apple Circus. Yes. Are, is, the, is the title ringleader or ringmaster? Because I've been I, saying ringleader before we started rolling. You just said ringmaster. No, I'm, I'm, my title is ringmaster. Ringmaster. A yes. ringleader is one who... Is like a criminal organization. Yeah, like a mob. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like the what, criminal ringleader. I don't know if you remember whenever I did the first Honey Badger, I kept saying like, yeah, you're going to be the ringleader, Schaefer. And I'm like, the ringmaster, the ringmaster. Oh, I didn't, yeah, I, I, I didn't, I didn't know that there was a distinction yeah. be- between the two titles. Well, I, I think, I think, it, I think it might be a semantic thing, yeah. but. Um, in the industry. In the industry, it's a ringmaster. I am ring a ringmaster. Master. It sounds, that sounds kind of an adult. 
You are now you, a master of rings. You have been working as the ringmaster of the Big Apple Circus. Yes. Is so cool. Yes. The shit is that all about? <laughs> yeah, please explain. You're a circus um, ringmaster. So when people ask me, okay, about well, you, long, I can this, tell well, them. it's it's a really long story, but the but the short of it is, um, the the regular ringmaster got sick. His name is John Kennedy Kane, and he's a wonderful, wonderful man. He's been with the <clears throat> a ringmaster with the Big Apple Circus for many years now, mm-hmm. beloved by cast and crew and audiences alike. And he got sick. And um, and serious enough where he couldn't be at the uh, opening show for the last leg of the tour. Um, they called the two guys who are their backups, both of which were unavailable and um, independent of each other. They both mentioned my name. Uh, I got a phone call on Thursday night saying uh, if I'd like to come in and talk about being the ringmaster, I said, hell yes. I thought I was coming in for an audition. Um, Little did I know, uh, the job was already mine. They gave me a script. They gave me a DVD of filmed footage of a show they did in Boston. Um, I got fitted for a costume. I came in the next day for a two-hour rehearsal, and then I opened the show Sunday morning and did a, a second show Sunday night. And I've been there uh, ever since. Uh, so I've done a total of 16 shows uh, as of this recording. And I'm going back tomorrow for another six days, basically. Uh, so then by the time <clears throat> this airs, amazing. By the time it's 18 airs, shows. Yeah. yeah, by the time it airs, I would do 18 shows. Yeah. yeah, and if you're curious about Big Apple Circus, it's going to be in the doobly-doo. Right, it's BigAppleCircus.org. They're a non-for-profit circus. Um, it's going to be in the what? The doobly-doo. Okay. The, do- the show notes. The show notes. Sorry. No, I knew what it was. I, speak I just fluent, wanted uh, Chuck Stelling. So. I just want to be able to quote from the vocabulary. <laughs> so when I later refer to it as the doobly-doo, the doobly-doo, which I'm not Rachel call it. Shank I'm... mentioned. Yeah, I picked that up from the PBS <sighs> Idea channel. I thought it was cute. Shape has given me the eyes. Well, you called it Chuck Stunning. Uh, I speak fluid Chuck Stunning. Anyway. Anyway. I mean, it doesn't... I don't... I don't care. Whatever. It's fine. Um, I, I so here we, Rachel Shank could speak Chuck Stunning. That's what I'm saying! That could be a thing, it, but... So in the in the past month, yeah. uh, somebody called you and said, hey, can you fill in at this gig? And now you are the ringmaster of the Big Apple Circus. Yes. Uh, you are well, a circus ringmaster. I, I am not the ringmaster. I am a ringmaster. Oh, and you, you're still humble. That's uh, well. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I I'm filling uh, very big shoes here. He, he uh, uh, John Kenny Kane, um, is a fantastic performer and a brilliant, brilliant ringmaster. Um, and the show that I'm doing right now is called Metamorphosis, which was conceived mm-hmm. two years ago and written and designed specifically for him. Mm-hmm. Um, like all of the magic was ideas that he had. All of the uh, uh, the acts were were requested by him. Like this is his show, Aww. and so I'm coming in and I'm filling a role that was written specifically for the guy I'm filling in for. So, I mean, all my hat goes off to him because it's a beautiful show, and I'm just I'm just yeah. honored to be a part of it. I'm so glad you have an extension so I can maybe come see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, me, I mean, me too. <laughs> it's it's. It, I I just signed the contract for this next week, and it's and it's looking unfortunately that I'm probably going to be needed the week after. Um, we because field report the circus. <laughs> do that. I don't know. Maybe. Um, We're not 
talking no, to we, you. Oh, we're conferring amongst ourselves. I'm sorry. I didn't see you looking across me to Schaefer. How could you field report the circus when you're the ringmaster? Uh, I, I, I have Can we interrupt the show to come down and be like, sorry, folks, page. we need to say some drunken nonsense into an iPhone for a moment. Um, well, I mean, there's the, I mean, I'm not immediately after the show. I'm not doing anything so I can meet you after the show or like I'm backstage a lot doing nothing. So I can just like talk into an iPhone, you know, hey, I just got off introducing uh, the animal mm-hmm. acts. Solo field reporting feels like masturbation. That's my opinion. <laughs> yeah. that. I've done it a couple times where I'm like, I'm going to make a field report. And then I'm like, that's stupid. And then I deleted it. Every single time. Good call. Good call. Every single time. Good call. I'm just really in love with field reports. I know. It's really like it. I like I going know. places with you guys and like talking about it. I know. <laughs> I know. But yeah, so. It uh, seems kind of fitting. I mean. I've known you for 170 years. Yeah, yeah about that. Right. Yeah, about right. <laughs> it's it's fitting that you you've gotten this gig because it, it it makes me aware that all of these years that I've known you as a burlesque host, sure, and a podcast co-host, right. and the guy who introduces every episode, you've been pretty much working as a ringmaster the whole time. Yeah, like our show started, ladies. Yeah. Lions. Except you don't ever say that because we've never had lions on the show. If we did, though, I would completely trust uh, you. With it just that. does seem fitting that you are now working as this because I feel like you've been kind of working as well, a circus ringmaster in dive bars for years. Yeah. Well, I mean, unbeknownst to me, I've been I've actually been training for this job for the past eleven years without any evidence that I would ever get this job. So, um, you know, it just. <laughs> Uh, I, I wrote about this on Facebook, and you can go back and look at the original post. But basically, um, my very first uh, hosting gig was a burlesque show. And this was way, way back, way back. But before I even, you know, had a, a career in magic or 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 anything, before, before any of this, so before my life was even a rumor in my brain, um, I was uh, handpicked by this lady who wanted me to, to uh, host her burlesque show. And then back then, there were only two burlesque shows in town. Um, and I came in, and I'd never seen a burlesque show. Uh, I had never even hosted a show, and I had no idea what to do. I had no prior experience or even an idea of how it works. I knew tangentially that I had to go up there and do an act and then introduce other acts. That's basically all I knew. And my only frame of reference for that is a Ringling Brothers ringmaster. So I came on stage and I introduced the act like a Ringling Brothers ringmaster and it worked. People liked it. So I kept doing it and I've been doing it for 11 years. So, um, so the Big Apple Circus show Metamorphosis is a magic-based circus. They needed a magician to do some acts. And uh, so I was weirdly, oddly, just uniquely qualified for this job uh the serendipity of it all is just really boggling Mm -hmm. um but uh but yeah i've been i've been rehearsing for this job for a very long time well congratulations it's a great gig yeah Yeah, no it's a good it's a good get as they say in the industry that is Uh, that is uh (laughs) you're using shop talk yes i understand that uh but yeah no i'm really really happy and i don't know how much longer i have so i'm just kind of soaking it all in basically look no. I'm just spitballing here. Oh dear! But I don't. I don't like this already. What if? Oh God! We started a circus. You're fired. 
Okay, bye. Um, hold on, you're rehired. Um, <laughs> every, every, every time. We know a lot of circus performers. We do know a lot of circus performers. Oh, uh, I hate producing things. I don't want any part. Yeah, see, that's... Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I, like, if, if you hire me to do a thing, I'll do it, but I ain't in charge of nothing. I'm, I'll get back to you on it. I'm going to do some soul searching. Think about, <laughs> think about some things. Figure it out. Yes. I, I am no longer going to create opportunities for other people to shine anymore. Seems That seems valid. Yeah. Let 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 those who are younger and less yes. scathed, <laughs> yes, and less younger, angry, less angry and jaded and, and cynical, jaded. and defeated uh, but, and beaten down by life. But Jesus. save me a pint for when I'm done with all this shit too. So I'm engraving your mug as we speak. Cool. Yes. Wait, I'm gonna drink a pint out of the mug. Yeah. Okay. It's like a stein. What's the What's the name gonna be on it? What do you want? <laughs> Cause I was I was just going to engrave Shank on it because that's a badass. There, yeah. there you go. There I you want go. my mug. Which one is it? The one that says Shank, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So enough about me. Enough about the circus. Yeah. Um, Schaefer. Don. Schaefer. Uh, we. This episode is a very special episode for me. Yeah. Because uh, we oh? are finally going to watch Schaefer. Watch an episode of Doctor, Doctor Who. Who. All right, let me give you a little backstory. <laughs> I wait before before we do the backstory. What'd you do this month? Oh, what did I do this month? Yeah, um, I uh, performed in a handful of shows, and uh, who cares? And and oh, I shaved my beard. Yeah. Oh, I did. I did. My beard. I took my beard off. I Be- missed the beard. I'm, I, I'm not gonna I, lie. I you, miss it. You shaved your you beard, shaved beard off too. too. They paid me to shave it off. I would have still kept it if they let me. Really? Yeah. 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 The director said, yeah, you have to shave your beard. I said, well, how far? He said, well, I don't know. I said, can I do a mutton chop? He's like, eh, bring it in. And then I just, let's say. Bring in your mutton chop. Uh, so, yes, we both shaved. And I did it because I did it for free, sucker. I did it because I hate having a beard. Oh. I, love, I love my beard, actually. Wow. Uh, that's all I, I did. I, I, I did a handful of shows. I've been just goofing around. I, right. You know, I... Uh, Lugo's birthday show. I haven't really done much, so I there's I don't really have anything to catch up. I didn't even like consume any new media. There's nothing. I have nothing interesting to share. Mad Max Fury Road. It's awesome. Yay. There's my there's that's it. That's all I got. <laughs> all right, let's but, talk about the who. All right, talk Ooh, about the who. Yeah. I have I have said publicly many times uh, on this podcast even that surprisingly I have never watched an episode of Doctor Who ever. I have never seen. An episode of I've never seen motion video of Doctor <laughs> Who. I've seen a lot of stills. The thing is, because of who I'm friends with on social media and who my fans are who follow me on social media and who I meet at my shows, I have managed to pick up a few details about the universe of Doctor well, Who. Well, yeah, you've kind of like absorbed it through the 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 the, the sponge of pop culture. I hang out with I hang out with a lot of nerds. I go to lots of nerds nerd things. I see lots of cosplayers and t-shirts. So I I've managed to pick up a few details about Doctor Who, but I have never watched an episode. And I've never done this out of some sort of protest. Like, I'm not going to do this because everybody else does. I've done it because I've watched everybody I know who have uh, who's become Doctor Who fans. I've watched them become completely obsessed with it. And there's <laughs> decades of material. Yeah. I don't need another 75 years. I don't need another thing to obsess on and uh and fill my life. So I felt like I would I was um preemptively saying no to crack. 
by yeah. just keeping my distance. But then it became it's it's become kind of a thing that I kind of brag about. Not I guess really brag about, but it's like a a weird quirk thing that I can share with people. Hey, you 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 might not believe this. I have never watched an episode of Doctor Who in my life. It's a it's a little borderline religiony, so I'm not I'm not surprised. <laughs> sure. Oh, you know, I'm sorry. It's the it's been 50th. They just celebrated their 50th yeah. anniversary not 50th. too long ago, not yeah. 75. No, 75 um, is Batman. I don't think Doctor Who. I get yeah. those two confused. Yes. Not really. They're both your gods. Um, they're both my gods. Uh, I don't really see it so much for me as a religion, but as a I don't know, like a warm bowl of like your favorite comfort food. It has it has all of the elements of, of sci-fi and mystery and like really good television kind of wrapped up in this wonderful British package, you know? Yeah. Um, I just kind of see it as like like this warm, gooey comfort food yeah. that just is so beautiful to watch and you know and, and it's and it's mostly episodic in the sense that uh, that like like they'll reference stuff that's happened before mm-hmm. but mostly each episode stands on its own for the mm-hmm. most part um and, and i mean there's an over branching story arc but that gets teased out little by little but you know th- that's a payoff for people who, who follow the whole series sure yeah. um but yeah no doctor who is like such a wonderful comfort food to me. There's a really great YouTube video, and it's going to be in the doobly doo of, uh, of Craig <laughs> Ferguson. <laughs> doobly doo. <laughs> what Thanks. the fuck? Look, um, doing a a secret cold open that is all about Doctor Who, and the best line in this song, which is like a remix of the theme. It's intellect and romance over brute force and cynicism. And it sort of became the rallying cry for those who like Doctor Who because it is very much like Doctor Who's going to save the day with his smarts mm-hmm. and not his fists. He doesn't have a gun. I know there's a lot of trivia. There was a, an American-made Doctor Who movie with Paul McGann. Yeah. And Fox was partnering with the BBC. And Fox was like, well, why doesn't he have a ray gun? And then the BBC was just like, you're missing the point, America. <laughs> you are actually missing the point right now. Doctor Who doesn't doesn't do guns. No. It's not a thing. He's like he's like Space MacGyver. He's like Space MacGyver. So so what we thought, I can't believe I just referred to Doctor Who as Space MacGyver. I, I'm glad valid, you did. Though. Well, you made it I've watched episodes of MacGyver. MacGyver's yeah. Great. That's the difference between MacGyver and Doctor Who for me. So that's a good that's a good frame of reference for me. Oh, okay. There you yeah. go. There he, you go. He just, like, yeah. He solves problems by being just smarter than everyone else in the room. So this is what it's we thought great. This is what we thought we would do this episode. We thought it would be fun if I watch an episode of Doctor Doctor Who for my first time yeah. ever. Yeah. With uh, with my co-hosts, yep. and we can they'll they'll hold my hand and talk me through it, yeah. and and then the audience you can also watch along with. Um, we'll 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 put the ep- we'll I love this. We'll record <laughs> this so we'll record fun. me watching the episode, the and then you can put the episode on and mute it and and watch along and watch me be incredibly. Uh, Just. Uh, I don't know. Watch me wobble on new legs like a newborn cat. <laughs> uh, but I feel like just just before we should probably like establish where I am in yeah, my so, knowledge. So, so, because so, again, so, I have peripherally yeah. picked up a lot of details yeah. of the Doctor Who universe just because of the people I know. Yeah. So I thought that you two are you two are both avid 
devotees. Sure, sure. I, don't know. Uh, I mean, we're, we're we're both very very good fans. Yeah, I I, yeah. I do. Like I you have a you have a Doctor Who tattoo on I your do. arm. I do. I do yeah. have a Doctor Who tattoo on my arm. Yeah. Okay. I I have a song that references my love of Doctor Who. Yeah. Yep. So. Yeah. So I'm I'm sure there are people out there who are far more knowledgeable than me, but yeah. I I I am a I have a deep deep love of. I'm sure those people mm-hmm. who are far more knowledgeable than you who listen to this show are about to lose their minds <laughs> when they realize how little I know. So I, I thought it would be fun since you guys know stuff about the show. Maybe you could quiz me. Okay. So yeah. before I yeah. watch an episode and I can tell you how much. I don't actually know about. Okay, yeah, okay. We'll, we'll start simple. Yeah, you have one? Here, oh, no, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna reach out to our, to our listeners. Okay, and all, just be all two like, of them. please be kind. Check your nerd rage before we start this. <laughs> okay, I I'm, love I'm you. Gonna challenge it. Yeah, you're great. Schaefer is doing this willingly. Yeah, it's, he's a babe in the world. He's a babe in the world. So don't. Don't be mean Nurture if he doesn't him. know what a Dalek yeah. is. Yeah. Nurture don't be him. mean. Just love him. Love him. Love, love him, him harder than like you would normally. Is a, he's a new yeah. companion to our yeah. our world of also, the Doctor. Also, be jealous. And be because jealous. Because he gets to watch this episode for the first time and meet these characters for the first, first time. time. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be beautiful. I'm gonna cry. So check your nerd rage. All right. So let's thank you. Let's I appreciate do, that. Uh, let's do some uh, simple questions. Yeah. Um, you know, we, let's start off really simply. Okay. Um, uh, like the, the Doctor is very famous for the villains. The villains are kind of like what make the Doctor the Doctor, right? Yeah. Like, well, like any great fantasy Absolutely. antagonist or protagonist. Okay. So, um, can you uh, can you tell me what a Dalek is? Uh. It's uh, a Dalek is they're these little robots that have like periscopes that stick out of them and they say exterminate. And that's what they do. And they travel around and they try to kill the doctor. That's actually pretty close. That's pretty pretty, damn close. They're not actually a robot. It's a it's a it's it's more of a, a, a battle suit. Yeah, and oh, there's an alien life form that just an, lives in this. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a goopy brain organism that yeah. controls it. It's a really goofy looking costume, then, if that's. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's here's an interesting fact about Doctor Who uh-huh. and his and his various villains. Um, this show had such a low budget that they were only given maybe one or two takes in in the beginning like in the beginning it was like they get one or two takes and they just didn't have a lot of money so constructing creatures like the Daleks and the Cybermen they were just doing this on essentially a shoestring budget so that's why it has like the egg beater one arm and like the the toilet (laughs) plunger is the other arm and it just like sounds really terrible it's because they were they were pretty much just like they they were playing with cardboard in their backyard yeah they they made that thing for like five bucks and And then they had to commit to it yeah generations they had to commit although i I do like the design now the The new i was i was a little sad i was like i liked liked when they were just like um, all right. Do you, do, do you have a Do you have a question? For? Um, do you know the year Doctor Who aired? The the original. The original. Yeah. Uh, or, or or the new the new one. Or the or the or the new or the or what they're considering the reboot. The reboot. I, yeah. I would assume. Oh well, I would assume that the original BBC series started somewhere around like 1970. 1963. <gasps> yeah. Ooh, it's older than my older brother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, also, and then, the year anniversary would probably would have been the good giveaway. Yeah. Um, and then the oh, I don't that there was math involved in that. <laughs> no math. Uh, okay, but the, so then it, it it ran for several years, and there were several years where it didn't, and then they they relaunched it. Yes. Yeah. What essentially happened was it ran from 1963 to 1987. Uh, I don't know. The, I don't know the actual dates, but that sounds about right. Late 80s. Uh, it went off the air, and then they continued the the saga of the Doctor in these audio plays. 
um, which can be found everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, if I can find them, I'll put in the doobly-doo. Um, <laughs> good time. I'm going to say it forever now. And uh, they did they did a movie in the a, a, mid-90s. A made-for-TV movie. To try and, like, bring it back. Right. And although Paul McGann is freaking brilliant in it it just it missed the mark and they just went, yeah. yeah no we're good but but not for nothing that that made for tv movie does stand up it's, so it's a really good good um but it's americans so good. just then, didn't really catch on and then in 2005 the bbc brought the doctor who series back yeah i was going to guess 2000 yeah so 2005 2005 yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, very interesting fact about uh the producer of doctor who in 1963 First female producer ever on the BBC, Verity huh. Lambert. Yeah. How about that? Feminism. I didn't. And the and the and the uh, the, the creator of the Doctor Who uh, the theme song was a woman as well. Yeah. Yep. Um. Let's see. Let's do something a little bit harder. Okay. Uh, can you name? Not name. Sorry. Um. How many doctors are there? Up to this point. Up to this point. Yeah. Uh, um. Twelve. Close. Close. Oh, Thir- really? Thirteen. 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 Yes. No, that's right. That's right. Thirteen. Oh, I yeah. I took a stab. I hear people talk about their favorite doctors. Yes. My favorite's a tenth. My favorite's a ninth. So I assumed it was somewhere around. There. Yes. Yes. Um, my favorite doctor is number four. My favorite is number nine. Huh. Yeah. Tom Baker. He's my doctor. Christopher Eccleston. He uh, was angry and he blew stuff up. Tom, uh, uh, Tom, Tom Baker was like the mad scientist surly uncle. Is he the one yeah. with the scarf? He's yeah. The one with the scarf. See? Yeah, there knew, you go. I knew that. Yeah, Eccleston's um, the one with the leather trench coat. Well, here's, you know oh, what? Yeah. Here's he a, was Destro in the G.I. Joe movie. Yeah. Here's a um, here's a, a deep cut question. Okay. We'll see Ooh. if you can get it. Okay. Um, uh, the fourth doctor, Tom Baker. Okay. The one with the scarf. Okay. Had a robot dog companion. Okay. What was the name of the dog? I want to say that it was K-9. Yeah! Yes! Now, I only know that. <laughs> listen, I only know that because when I was growing up, uh-huh. I would read uh, science fiction magazines like Starlog. Yeah, oh, I Or, or Fangoria, the horror yeah, magazine. Yeah, yeah. I would read things like that and there would be imagery from Doctor Who in it. and I remember that little robot dog and I remember its name was K9 and being just old enough to realize hey that's clever yeah <laughs> yeah do, do uh, they, is the robot dog not a part of the thing anymore no yeah. he was he was basically around for the Tom Baker years and the the latter half of the and time. when was it when were the Tom Baker years 70s yeah yeah wow. He was, he was the doctor for he was, he was seven a, years? Yeah, the Tom Baker is the one actor who's played the doctor the longest. But Paul um, McCann has been the doctor in, like, title for the longest because he's done the audio plays from, like, yes. the mid-90s to yes, now. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm obsessed with Paul McCann, apparently. Apparently. <laughs> so hot. Um, um, oh, I have a question. Sure. I have okay. a question. Okay. Uh, this is maybe an easy one. I'm not sure. What, what does TARDIS stand for? It is actually, like, an anagram. Oh, it's an acronym. An acronym, thank you. Um, an acronym. Uh, First one should be easy. The no. Okay. Time. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, time. Awesome. Really, device is something. <gasps> oh my God! You so got it. Close. No. Okay, no. Time and space in no. relative dimension. No. T- time and relative. Rel- That's it. Time and relative space. D- dimension in space. 
TARDIS. I'm dyslexic. TARDIS. Time and relative dimension, dimension in, in space. space. I didn't know that was an acronym. Yeah. I thought it was and just called the TARDIS. Did you know that the TARDIS makes that weird wheezing sound that it makes? Because in <gasps> I know canon, this. I know that in canon. In canon, the doctor doesn't take the brake off. He 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 keeps the parking brake on. He does. The the TARDIS makes a sound. Yeah, yeah. it's a wheezing that did. I don't know. I can't. Yeah. I I barely know what the TARDIS is. I know it's a British police call box. Yep. And well, that that's what it is, is on the outside. Yes. Yes, and then it is apparently bigger on the inside. That's the oh, gag. I know I, that. I was just so proud of you in that and, moment. In, inside, it's it's like the bridge of a really cheesy looking spaceship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. You, you nailed it. I don't it's know perfect. really what it does. It travels through time. And Apparently. In space, space. In relative dimensions. In relative to mm-hmm. dimensions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't have any idea what a sonic screwdriver is. Oh. Is that the key? Lugatron, would you like a to sonic that? Is that the key no. that tar- turns on the no. car it's that is the TARDIS? It's just the deus ex machina. It's the of MacGuffin the... of, the, of not, the doctor. It's not a MacGuffin. It's a deus ex machina. Because a MacGuffin is something that is sought after that doesn't have any importance to the plot okay, like the no, you're right. no you're right you're right no you're sure. right you're right no point so like it's the it's the it's it's the device open. that does everything he needs to do in the important moment he needs it done except with wood i i don't know what that means well, does it like is it a weapon think of it no it's not a weapon it's a is it a ray gun no 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 no, no. it's is um, it a shitty lightsaber well no, no. <laughs> does think it ignite it, it's like kind of like a tricorder if a tricorder could unlock doors Oh, okay. It analyzes, it detects, it computes, um, it can manipulate physical objects. Um, it can be used like an actual screwdriver. It's like a magic wand. It's like a magic like a wand. Science wand. Yeah. Oh. He's well, like a, why does why can't just the why doesn't just the TARDIS do all of it? Why does well the, because the TARDIS is a a ship that he has yeah. to physically leave to go places. Oh, yeah. and, and he the, takes this little. The sonic screwdriver is the him. tool that he takes. Yeah. I only know it's called a sonic screwdriver because Lugo has one, and yeah. and there are times I've seen you dress up like various doctors, and you've had it, and yeah. I've had to ask you what it is, and the, the name sonic <laughs> screwdriver sounded really silly to me, and I didn't, I've never understood it, what that actually yeah. is. I've it's, seen tons of cosplayers whipping those things around at cons and yeah, yeah. things. But I don't. I don't know what it is. It's a. It's basically a a a cross between like a, a tricorder and uh, oh, I don't know, an actual screwdriver. Yeah. <laughs> Does he actually use it to screw screws into things? Well, it's a sonic screwdriver. So I mean, it's you have to think of it like if if if, if a future like uh, uh, I don't know. It, there are. I, I can't imagine there's a physical screwdriver in the Star Wars universe, but there's yeah. a device that can like sonically turn screws yeah. and ratchets and nuts. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. that's. Think of that plus a tricorder plus other things. Okay. Uh, yeah. Science in our universe is actually working on something that can use sonic waves to manipulate uh, physical objects. So there are scientists that are kind of working on making a sonic screwdriver right huh. now and I think that's just really cool I need that now in my life you're gonna have to wait damn it um but I think I think that's it I mean look you you know very little yeah. about Doctor Who I know very little I, I'm I think just... I think we need to just put on the episode wait yeah. let me give you I'll give you the cliff notes of everything that I know in like as quickly as possible go he's a time lord yes Yes. Because he travels around through time. Correct. Mm-hmm. Well, no. And helps humanity. Don't correct me. I'm telling <laughs> no, you what I doing, know. Tell me. Tell me. Tell me. 
he's he's a a time lord he travels through time and space and he helps people out yes um every few years he regenerates which just means is an explanation for why they cast a new actor to play him but it's still the same guy i don't know what he's a doctor of uh i know that he always has a companion who is always referred to as a companion and that there are scary trash can robots that are chasing him through time, trying to exterminate him. Right. And there's something that looks like the, the robot guy from Fritz Lang's metropolis. Oh, sure. Yeah. The Cybermen. I don't know what those are. I assume they have something to do with the Daleks. They're Cybermen. They're the, they're the Daleks in a more humanoid form. No, they're a separate species. They're not, they're not the same thing. No, they're not the same thing. They, they want to assimilate all of creation and not destroy all of creation. They want to make all of civilization look like them, yes. Yes. like robot monster guys. They're they're basically it's it's the it's the uh, the thing that Star Trek stole called the Borg. Oh, is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I kind of know what that is. Yeah, <laughs> my Star Trek knowledge is not that strong either. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. All of that's pretty cool. Pretty, uh, that's pretty accurate. Everybody yeah, yeah. gets, and every every new white man who gets to play the Doctor gets his own costume accessory that makes that yes. is his own. Yes. Yeah. Be it a bow tie or a leather trench coat yes. or a scarf yes. or a fez. Yes. I don't. I don't want to get really deep cuts in my own personal view of the Doctor, but I'm going to just oh deal with it. I always like to think that in in the canon of Doctor Who, the new regeneration is the embodiment of the previous Doctor's like biggest regret. Huh? Like, oh, Eccleston was not right connected enough as a as as a as a creature of empathy. So you get Tennant, who's very like human and cries a lot and is like wonderful, and then you have like. The Matt Smith, who sort of like re-embodies the more whimsy and like the I can see more of the universe than what's happening here interpersonally with us. And like, although I care about you, I just think it's so cool, you know, when you really think about it. Mm-hmm. Even though I don't, I think that's just me reading into it more than. No, do these I, doctors, think, I think there's something. I think there's something to that. Yeah. Do the doctors maintain memories yes, from the previous actors? The memories. They have all of the memories, but they don't have. What they end up losing is. Um, a, a a bit of the experience, like they have the memory of it, mm-hmm. but they don't necessarily have the experience of it. It's yeah. almost like it's almost like a, a fact they read in a book um, that they just that that, that they, they like. Oh right, no, I do know you, yeah. and I remember doing this. Like I remember we did this, this, and this, but they won't actually have the experience. I see. Of yeah. It. Um, what is he a doctor of? That is just his. Title. That's his name. That's his name. Oh, that's well, why I mean, it's never has, dr. Period. It's always spelled a, well, out. He has a name. Well, but... here's the thing. He's he's not a, he's not a time lord because he travels through time. He's a time lord because he, because he comes from a race of people called the time lords. Yeah, who live close to this vortex. Right, and and they have master time technology, time the lord ability technology. To perceive do you ever see these people? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Um, you saw them a lot back in, in the, the classic. In the classic, and you see them a bit in the modern, but not very much. Does this show mostly take place on Earth? Yes. Yes. He has a love affair of Earth that's just uh, that is. They try to explain it, but he just keeps. He he has a huge, deep love for humanity more than any other species in the planet. Because mm-hmm. we're just flawed and interesting and and wonderful and yeah, funny little humans. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, I've extinguished. Uh, that's everything that I know. All right. Cool. I, um, I know a couple things. Well, I mean, yeah. he's, 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 he calls himself the doctor because that's the title he gave himself when he graduated from yeah. you have the, like the academy, the Time, time Lord Academy. Okay. There's, a, yeah. there's a particular villain. His name is The Master. 
I've heard of that too. They kind of yeah. they get like these and he he wanted thing things. He wanted to call himself the doctor because he wants to help people. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he's a he's a benevolent spaceman. Yes, enough, enough, enough. I mean, yeah, sometimes not so much. Sometimes he kind of he well he can he can go to war. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I know. <laughs> you see what I did there? Yeah. Okay. So this is what we're gonna do. We're <laughs> my. My colleagues and Doctor Who fans, yes. uh, they have they are going to select an episode that will be my first, uh, right? The first episode of Doctor Who I will ever watch. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to watch it, and we're going to set it up in a way that we are going to time it so that you can watch along with us. So you can queue up this episode from your uh, DVD box set or your Netflix or whatever, and you can mute it and watch along with us. So we're going to set that up. These jokers are going to figure out which episode we're going to watch. Uh-huh. We're going to get a a few things set up on our end, and then we're going to do this. Yeah, we'll take a break, and we'll be right back after this. All right, this is a story about why I hate all my friends sometimes. Because, like, they keep talking about this show that I've never watched, and they won't shut up about it, and there's really nothing I can do about it. Like, the show's about this doctor, I think, right? And, like, he's a time traveler, but he's also, like, fighting robots. Or, I don't really know what they're talking about. And, here, I'll, I'll explain to you. Man, I don't know what you're talking about. BBC don't even get in my house, so it seems that I'm living with that. No doubt. A television show that everyone's gushing about. They're like, Doctor what? I'm like, Doctor Who? It's like a wreck of in a room. So now I'm supposed to care about a debonair dude. Where's the bow tie? Everyone's watching it, too, and I hear the hate. Men really don't know when a fifth bow to join the debate. Aren't those old episodes of videotape? Didn't it start way back in, like, in 78? Maybe 1992. I mean, trying to do what am I trying to prove? I watch Parks and Rec. I watch Shut the Fight, too. Watch the war, but not Doctor Who. And they're like, oh, thank you, Gene. Don't you know that you missed all the seasons 1 through 18? What? They got time for that. David Tennant's a man, but man, I got
in and they're running away from these evil robots and they use this phone booth that's a time machine that goes through time and he gets like reincarnated and there's different versions of him and he wears like a coat and a scarf and he's got a sonic screwdriver that can open doors or something. Ladies and gentlemen, this month on the program, we're going to watch an episode of Doctor Who. And you, the audience, are encouraged to listen along with us. So we're going to we're going to queue up an episode and you have time to get your uh, DVD or Blu-ray or Netflix prepared. Mm -hmm. And then what we're going to do is we're going to line it up. I'm going to say three, two, one, play. And then you play the episode and mute it because you'll probably pick up some of our volume. Uh, right, and the episode yeah. that we're watching yes. is uh, season two, episode one, the, the Christmas, Christmas Invasion. invasion. And uh, give me, t- tell me a little bit. Why? Are, why is it? This is the episode we're watching. Well, originally you uh, did some research on the internet. Yes, mm-hmm. and the internet told you that Blink is the best episode, and they're right. The inter- Which it, it is. It's a Hugo Award-winning episode. Um, the only reason why I didn't want to start with it is because it's a Doctor Who light episode. I see. Um, which basically means that the story revolves around, a majority of the story revolves around people that are not the Doctor. Or his companion. Or his companion, and they only make basically a cameo appearance. Now, it is an amazing episode. Absolutely amazing. This is maybe one of the most terrifying Doctor Who villains of all time, the Weeping Angels. Yeah. Who are terrifying. And uh, we will watch that episode at some point. But Did I mention they're terrifying? No, they're because terrifying. They're the scariest yeah, things. They are. I still see angel statues and I go, oh God. Um, um, but I figured, well, uh, uh, Rachel and I. The interesting thing about uh, a Dr. Light episode, I just like to throw this yeah, out here, uh, is the reason they make these in, in the bureaucracy of Doctor Who is so they have enough money in their budget later to do... A Christmas special, which is what one of these episodes is. The Christmas Invasion is one of their special Christmas episodes where, like, um, like they can go higher budget with it. They can do more. The episodes are a little bit longer. Um, so they always do, like, one Doctor Light episodes where the Doctor's kind of adjacent to the action so they don't have to pay the salaries of the stars as much. So they're like, you're only there for, like, 20 minutes in the episode. That's We're also, saving money. That's also why I see that this episode is longer than the ones that follow yes. it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's a, yeah, it's 59 minutes versus the regular yeah. 44, 45 and minutes. And an interesting thing about Blink, I, I talked to uh, our, our podcast uh, guest, Alan Kistler, who wrote <laughs> Doctor Who A History. Uh-huh. And he, he told me that Blink is actually based on a Doctor Who novel uh, with oh. the, what number was Sylvester McCoy? The Seventh Doctor. Okay. Where instead of the, the, the angels doing what they do, mm-hmm. he's broadcasting himself on a videotape to a, a child named Sally Sparrow. Oh. Yeah. Just, which is why I know all this, because we were going to watch that episode, but then we changed our minds. Yes. Okay. Um, well, I, I just, mean... I just wanted people I to think, know. I did some research. I, we, yes, yes, yes. We know. We know, you nerd. But I, I felt I felt that the Christmas Invasion um, is a better episode to introduce you, because it has a bunch of different things. One, mm-hmm. it's a Christmas episode, which are... 
um, a bit more grandiose than say your re- a re- regular episode. Um, okay. Two, it's you get there. You get to witness the a regeneration. You get um, to witness the regeneration for the new generation of Who fans, the yeah. ones who maybe didn't watch the classic series, like me. Right. When I watched this, I didn't understand regeneration because I started in two thousand five when this when this yeah. whole nut cracked and. Uh, and so you get that explanation. So it's a really nice explanation yeah. to regeneration. Also, David Tennant is widely regarded as one of the the, the fan favorite doctors mm-hmm. for good reason. Yeah, good, he's a, this incredible. This episode like incredible. clinched it for me with him. Um, so I think so. You, the listener, um, if you are ready with your uh, Doctor Who season two, episode one, the Christmas Invasion, we're going to count down and then we're going to say, say push play. And then whatever happens, happens. Now, we're not planning on stopping uh, at, at all. But if for whatever reason, if we have to pause, then we will say three, two, one, pause. And then you'll pause and we'll be paused. We'll get through whatever information needs to happen. And then we'll start right back up. But hopefully we don't have to. And we'll just go right through uh, yeah. doing commentary. All right. Fair enough. You ready, Schaefer? I'm ready. Let's do this. I'm so excited. And if we're boring, I'm sorry. At least you get to watch this really great episode of Doctor Yes, Dave. here we go. So here we go. Three, two, one, play. Here we go. Oh, that's the BBC logo. Yes, it is. It's British television. So I guess the only thing you really need to know is that Eccleston, Doctor Who number nine, he just finished. And so his character is dying and now the new one is being born. Okay. So his final episode was the last. Was the the, the one prior to this one. Yes. Um, and that is uh, Rose Tyler's mom. You'll get to meet her in a minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I don't know who Rose Tyler is. She's the current companion in this episode. Yes. All these Interesting p- fact. Uh, the very first episode of the new reboot of Doctor Who is the only episode that is titled the name of the companion because it's called Rose. Huh. The uh, very, very first one in 1963 was called The Unearthly Child, which referenced the Doctor's granddaughter, but it wasn't her by name. Her name was Susan. If you listen very carefully. That wheezing sound? I didn't hear a wheezing oh, sound. Listen, okay. They'll, they'll do it again. They'll do it louder. Yeah. got to serve the fans. These people all seem to be excited about something happening. Yes. So do most, most Earth citizens know about the doctor? No. no. These people are just He's privy. an urban myth. Oh. But these people know because... Because the companion, uh, that's that's her mom and her boyfriend. It's spectacular CGI. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> He's wearing Eccleston's clothes. Yeah. Is he behaving like Eccleston? No. Well, he just regenerated, so he's weak and dis, dis, uh, confused and disoriented. Drink. <laughs> I love this opening sequence. Did you know that um, 
they're actually being very scientifically accurate right now because as things move away in space, they are blue, and when they come toward us in space, they are red. I did not know that. Science! Science. Billy Piper, she was on uh, that uh, cable series, uh, Confessions, uh, Confessions of a, of a, of a, of a Call, call girl. girl. I yeah. love that show. Oh, I haven't seen that show. She's very sexy in that show. She's very sexy in this show. So this is the Doctor Who theme that's playing. Yes. yes. Everybody, everybody talks about this. Yes. And it's iconic music. It is oh. famous. Oh, hey, what weird man who fell out of a phone booth? What's up with you? It's a police box. Oh, right. Police box. She was fast asleep, so I just took it. But I still say we should take him to hospital. Come on, baby, lock him up. They dissect him. One part of him is blood to change the future of the human race. What? Well, he has two hearts, and he's an alien, so he oh, right. has he's magical an, He's reach. not human. Yeah, yeah. Not a human guy. That's important. That's one heartbeat. Yeah. Check the other one. This show got adult already. Yeah, yep. yeah. Well, uh, Rose's mom is a bit of a of a cougar, and that's that's Rose. Yes. Yes. Has she been a, a, a companion previously? Yes, she was yeah. the the first companion of this new reboot. So she traveled with Eccleston in the first season. Does she get to be the companion for this? Yes. Yes. It's a very significant storyline. And and that's the theme for this whole season. Like, who is this person? Okay, because this is Rose. Yeah. So she met him when he was Eccleston. Yes. The, like, as the audience met Eccleston, yes. basically. Yes. And now she jumps out of the TARDIS. With this new guy. Who has a new face, but says he's still the Doctor. Because the Doctor has a really good tendency of not explaining that that shit's going to happen eventually. <laughs> and then it's happening. He's like, oh, I'm going to do this thing. Surprise. I'm 18 quid a week better off. They call Britain's golden age. Keep on saying my Rose has met her. Did more than that. Stop five or three of her. Harriet. Oh, Harriet Jones. Now that's where you're wrong. I completely disagree if you don't mind. The Guinevere One space probe represents this country's limitless ambition. British workmanship sailing up there among the stars. This is the spirit of Christmas, birth, Harriet Jones was a reporter in an episode a few episodes back, and now she is prime minister because she helped the doctor in a, was it the Slovene? Yes. This alien race, like, can change skin, and they, they took over, like, the... Key members of parliament. Yeah. Yeah. And they were trying to, like, take over the planet. Is there a significant jump in time from the previous season to this? No. no. This is minutes after the last episode. Okay. Is there some reason why she's not being locked up by, like, the government to be studied by scientists? Because they don't know about Doctor Who. 
I see. Well, I mean, they do, but they also, like, respect that enough to, like, leave him the fuck alone. He's, yeah, he's helped, he's helped uh, mankind so much. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Over the years, they just kind of let they him look the other way. Yeah. yeah. So he's like, Batman. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I love that's a reference He's point like that MacGyver I can. He's like MacGyver Batman. Okay. And this is the long-suffering boyfriend who has to compete with a fucking time lord for her attention. Is he from the previous season? Yes. yes. What does a companion do? Like, why Why does every doctor have a companion? Do you want, like, the canon version or the reason for the show? Because <laughs> we may need to pause the episode for that. Okay, then maybe just don't tell me. Uh, I mean, the reason for the show is you need, like, a surrogate for us as the audience to understand, like, what's going on. Okay, so that's the for, the, for, the, like, for the point of storytelling. Yeah, so the doctor can be like, oh, this is because, uh, Slovene. This because, is... because I'm assuming... Evil Santa's attacking! I assume that all of the, 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 the companions, when they become companions, they're all incredibly confused and, and introduced to this crazy yeah, world. Yeah, it, and... it was a device that they used at the very beginning of the show because this was supposed to be a children's show from the start. So they had a, 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 a science teacher and a history teacher on the TARDIS who were like, oh, well, I see this metal is bronze. We are in, like, Mesopotamia, so it must be, like, this time of this year on Earth. Okay. You know, so they sort of had, like, that. And so that was just a tradition that was continued, that companions sort of serve as our surrogate on these adventures. But I feel like the storyline reason is the Doctor just doesn't want to be alone. And they're always humans. They're always Earthlings. Yeah. Um... Yeah. Was well, Leela wasn't a human. She no, was like she was humanoid. A no, like, wasn't she like a prehistoric girl? But on a different planet. Oh, that's true. That's true. But I mean, they're all like humanoid. Hey, take care of my spaceman. I'm going to go out and get shot at by evil Santas. <laughs> I have to go Christmas shopping with my boyfriend. Whoa, what the... What's, oh, what's, uh, that is, um... Did he puke up Chris Eccleston's ghost? That's, yeah. that's pure time that's uh, leaking from him. That's pure time? Yeah. Yeah. Well, time is a resource that can be used like, like, any, like any other fuel. Yeah. Especially by time lords.
Oh, right. Oh, I remember now. Oh, yeah. Get out. Oh, Get the oh, fuck out. Huh. So the Christmas tree turns into a tornado. Yes. Quick, go get the unconscious British guy. <laughs> While my boyfriend fights it off of the chair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Christmas tree, that is. Yeah. Listen, we never said the show was perfect. I'm, I'm not criticizing. I'm just trying to make uh, narrate to myself so that I am staying abreast of what's happening. I love the I love the Christmas episodes because they ooh, always ooh Sonic screwdriver. Wait 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 wait. Can the companion not use the sonic screwdriver? Well, she doesn't know how. Yeah. Oh. Wait a minute. Deus ex machina. Yeah. That didn't appear to be used in any sort of tool capacity. That looked like a laser gun. Then you just point his. It pointed at yeah. it, and then the thing exploded. Yeah. Right. So it's a weapon. Yeah. Well, it's an offensive weapon. It's not. A, it's not a. No, it's a defensive. It's a. Weapon. De- sorry, it's a defensive weapon. Thank you. Yeah. It, I guess it kind of just emitted an EMP pulse. Or an EMP, because P is. Or something. Something. Yo, those Santas are not of this earth. No. <laughs> Beam me up, Santa. Wait, how does a boyfriend know what a sonic screwdriver is? He 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 gets he gets introduced to the doctor midway through the season first yeah, season. Okay. They go on an adventure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And he's barfing up more Eccleston ghost. Right, because uh, Eccleston was kind of uh, he's a rash, bit of a dick, kind of abrasive. Like his tongue out like he was Barty Crouch Jr. I moment. know, right? He's so just like for all you Harry Potter fans. So is it the regeneration process this a grueling for every doctor? No, it 
And like, is that is that what's ailing him here? Yes. Yes. He's Some like... something's gone wrong with the regeneration. Um, usually it's it's a bit faster and and he he doesn't he doesn't suffer as a result. Yeah, he usually just like pops up and he's like, oh, I'm not a ginger. Damn it! Why am I not a ginger yet? Tell you what, this makes me want to rewatch the one season of Confessions of a Call Girl because uh, I forgot uh, how foxy I thought Billy Piper was. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, Billy Piper is sexy. She's great hell. on that show. Did you know too. she was a pop artist for a minute? I didn't. Yeah. Really? Yeah. She in the UK? Video. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. I'll put it in the doobly doo. The music video? Yeah. Huh. Well, that looks like a terrifying space monster. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Doctor Who. Oh, right. It's been so long since I've seen this episode. I know, right? I keep having moments like, oh, and then that happens. Uh, this is, is this unit? Yeah. Yeah. What's Unit is essentially like what Shield is in the Marvel universe. Okay, they're like, like a, a like a special ops. Like, yeah, but special ops that revolves around the Doctor. Uh, yeah, right. Okay. Because the Doctor, in one of his incarnations, was like the director of Unit. Uh, more like a very trusted consultant. Well, fair enough. Fair enough. Because uh, the Brigadier was. Yes. No, that's true. The Brigadier was in charge. Yeah. So then, why don't all of them work for this organization? Like, what do you mean, all of them? All of the Doctors. Because they choose not to for whatever reason. Yeah. You know. One of them did years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how th- that's why they are aware of the doctor. Yes. Yes. And why they. But they don't just all. Let him... All right. Yeah. Because that particular incarnation like wanted to like stay on Earth, but then the incarnation after that, which was Tom Baker, was like, no, we got go places. We're gonna go. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We're gonna run around. But We're gonna again, do things. But the story is sort of led by the budget, where they didn't have a large budget to go to a lot of locations in in the third Doctor's incarnation, so they, like, stayed on Earth a lot, and he got a car. He had a car. Bessie? Bessie. Betsy. Bessie. Oh, now you're, you're going deep cuts even for me now. Oh, sorry. He had a cute little yellow car. Drove it around. Harriet Jones, Prime Minister. Harry Jones is a, a former companion? No, she just helped on one adventure okay. on Earth. And 
she was like she was like a super good guy with them and like helped them fight this alien force so Every time I see her, I just think of Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, didn't she play Shaun's yeah, mom? She yeah. played Shaun's mom. And Shaun of the Dead, yeah. Yeah. It's fun to watch this and be like, I know that person from that thing. Oh, I see they're still using the sound effects from the original 70s programming. I don't know. The, the rip, rip, rip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These spooky space fuckers. Because somehow we're gonna figure out how to translate that. Are they are they attempting to translate a language from a species they've never met? Yeah. Is that, okay. Science. Doctor Who. Wait, did she just ask why the TARDIS didn't translate that for her? Yeah. The, 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 the reason why they can go to alien worlds and understand everybody is because the TARDIS will translate uh, <coughs> through the doctor to the companion. Yeah, which is okay. why everybody speaks English, but they don't really all speak English. America. Fucking Americans. Is there a lot of commentary about American politics? In there? <laughs> yeah, it's going to take time to translate the alien language that you have met yet. <laughs> Ooh, an American. This feels like Independence Day when I watch it. I don't suppose you've had a code nine. No sign of the doctor. Nothing yet. You've met him, haven't you? All of the stuff of legend. You said. Failing him. What about Torchwood? I know I'm not supposed to know about it. I realize that. Not even the United Nations knows. I'm sorry, about Torchwood? Torchwood became a spin-off of Doctor Who. I did not know that Torchwood was a spin-off of Doctor Who. Yes. I have heard of it. Yeah. Interesting fact about Torchwood, the reason uh, they use that term is when they were sending these reels back and forth between filming and editing, they renamed it Torchwood, which is an anagram of Doctor Who. Huh. You belong to us, to the Ziggurats. They seem to be called Ziggurats. It's a, it's like Blue Harvest with uh, Return of the Star Jedi. Wars. Yeah. Star Wars. Uh, the Dark Knight when it was filming, it was the all the 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 name of the production was Rory's First Kiss. Oh. Aww. <laughs> 
Oh, and Dark Knight Rises was Magnus Rex. Harriet Jones. Harriet Jones. Shit. The Brits are speaking on behalf of Earth for once. Yeah. I bet that happens a lot more in like British movies and British television. Than oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I guess wherever your movie is made, your yeah. your country is probably the chosen ambassador to communicate exactly. with the uh, enemies. Oh, shut up, dude. Why are you making this about your butt hurt feelings? The long suffering boyfriend of Rose Tyler. Ugh. <laughs> Here's the thing like, that entire relationship between Eccleston and Rose was very, like, fatherly. Yeah. Like, he's like a, com- like, because she needed, like, that, that yeah. father figure situation. And so I love the transition of, like, the dynamic of their relationship and how it changes when he becomes a different Absolutely. physical being. Are there slee stacks in this show too? <laughs> Maybe. So the aliens are using some sort of mind control over the citizens of Earth. Yes. But only a random selection of... Yes, that we know of right now. Okay. They're all glowing blue. That makes it easy to identify the ones who are infected. You know, like you have those moments where you have these, yeah. these, these, these actors outside these of very scared people yeah, dealing, dealing with, with a very weird situation. Yeah. Uh, Which I feel is, is missed in a lot of like the science fiction of like the television blockbuster of America. You know, I feel like this the human really element. Human, yeah, that really like humanizing element. Well, they yeah. try. They'll like shoehorn a dog in there. Yeah. And then they're yeah. like. Eh. But, like, just that moment, that poor woman, like, her children and her husband are, like, just walking away from her. Oh, right. I know what they're doing. Yo, half of us are space zombies and half of us are really concerned. (laughs) Hashtag Doctor Who. Oh, dear. Oh, this doesn't look good. This looks like some Heaven's Gate shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The aliens are holding half of the country hostage. The world. 
the half the world costage, yeah. yeah. She gave up. Sometimes, Rose, I just want to slap you. How long does she get the gig? Does she get? Does she? Does she companion? Who Rose? Yeah, she's there throughout the whole season. But does she like when the next Doctor regenerates? Does she get to be the companion? No. Okay. No. Her her storyline ends with uh, David uh, Tennant. Okay. But she's here for all of David Tennant's run. Yeah. No. No, that's no, that's true. No, 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 no that's no, oh no, no. Donna. There's Donna. There's Donna. Oh, oh, oh. My favorite companion. Donna. Love Donna. That's the thing that's really great about this show is if like you don't necessarily like a dynamic or a storyline, it doesn't last that way forever. You know, but if you do really like a dynamic if you, or a storyline, then like your heart breaks when it ends. Even if you don't like the lead actor, yeah, yeah, you stick it's around. It's so right? great, but I always am just like I'm gonna miss that doctor every time, every time. Wait, did we realize the significance of that particular third of the population? Uh, they all share the same blood type. Oh, so the aliens have targeted a specific blood type. Well, because because uh, on on the on Guinevere one, they basically put samples of like. They have they you know like a like a you know. What, the British Oval Office is really kind of gaudy looking. <laughs> Yeah. Those trees on that desk are ugly. Also, the queen is just throwing shade at those trees right now. So why are you centered in the window? This is poor framing. Puny human. So, two thirds of the population shitting their pants because they're like, our leader is yeah. actually addressing this urban legend. Yeah. In yeah. front of. Yeah. Gosh, they must be real scared. Yeah. Yeah. Because those guys with the shitty masks are coming. Some Princess Leia shit right there. I know. Fucking epic. And he won't wake up. Wake up! The political leader begging for help from some reclusive British weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> How very British. Oh, Rose. I feel like if she just really believed and clapped her hands really hard, like that's hands. Is that is that how she is that how she uh, rejuvenates him? Or, no. Or... No. no. Oh, explosions! oh shit! Explosions! Everything's blowing up. Oh. CGI buildings are shattering. Anxiety 
Most of this is actually filmed in Cardiff, right? Yeah. Yeah. Is it ever explained why the TARDIS takes the shape of a police call box? Well, it's because... <laughs> it's stuck. <laughs> the cloaking device broke in, in his very first adventure to 1963 England. Really? It's yeah, stuck. It's yeah. just okay. stuck there. You can't fix it. It's a cloaking device. Technically, it can look like anything. Anything, anything he wants it to look like. But um, it's stuck. But it's broken. Yeah. Yeah, because he, he stole it. He stole it. He doesn't actually know how it works most of the time. Which is why he keeps the brake on, because he doesn't really... <laughs> This looks like a giant cow pie. Yeah. Hovering Fucking over monster the, cow pie in England. your face. It's a British cow pie of death. Do they have cow pies in Britain? Yeah, they have cow. What's, yes, they have cows in Britain. What's the matter with you? I'm pretty sure they eat beef. They have what? Do there snakes there? I forget. Snakes? Yeah. Didn't St. Patrick get rid of all the snakes? <laughs> I think, I think what, that is what St. Patrick did. All yes. one of our UK listeners is rolling their eyes at you right now. Listen, you know what? I feel like Shaver is going to get a lot of eye rolls. I figured I would contribute my own. Fair enough. <laughs> so if I only see this episode, I would tell you that it is a show about a sleeping man that everybody needs. Well, hold on. Hold on. Yeah, I kind of forgot that he's unconscious for most of this show. Yeah. They're setting up plot. Okay. I, I mean, I feel like you picked this one because it wasn't a Dr. Light episode. And all is. so far, all I saw him do was spring to his feet once and spend the rest of the time. Hold training. on. Hold on. We still got some time. Oh, right. Skeletor and the gang are back. <laughs> LOL. Translation technology. <laughs> oh. My goodness. Well, how do I do that? Whoa! Transporter shit! Beat me up, Scotty! Yeah. Huh. You should have watched Dinosaurs on a Spaceship. <gasps> That's a good one. Next time. Next time. Nope! Oh. My goodness. That guy probably coughed so much between takes. Oh my god. They kind yeah. of look like the alien that Lewis Gossett Jr. played in the movie Enemy Mine with Dennis Quaid. No, that's completely different. Kind of. That's the one right there. Yeah, they kind of look like that. <laughs> Except they're wearing Flash Gordon costumes. I'm sorry, what does this no. evil fucker want? What does he want? I forgot. He wants the surrender of the Earth. Oh, yeah. He wants to just take it over. Yeah. Didn't something happen last season that put Earth on the radar of stuff? It happens every, almost every episode. Like this living? I don't remember. Totally looks like Lucas Gossett Jr. in Enemy Mine. Did you just say, look at that red shirt? I said, look at that red shirt. All right. That effect, the laser whip choking the guy to death, turning him into a skeleton, would have worked better if it hadn't been for the pew sound effect at the beginning. (laughs) (laughs) 
boom in your face, laser whips. His bones are so white. Oh, no, no, no. Mom of the Dead is going to take this on. Drink! Wait, what are we drinking on? Oh, I just keep making stuff up. Oh, okay. You're making up drinking games? Yep. I keep every doing it every time you say it. <laughs> I'm an enabler! Oh, he's got one of those staples buttons. It's gonna make it easy. He also kind of looks a little like Bib Fortuna from Return of the Jedi. Oh, he wants he wants slaves so he can sell slaves on the slave market. Mm. Well, like, that's give me give me the slaves or one third of your population dies. That's a pretty shitty deal. Fuck yeah! You're just kind of like the, I think you call the bluff in that point because yeah. you have nothing to lose. That's true. You have a shitty option for humanity, humanity, or a shittier option for humanity. Show up because the doctor is MIA right now. Did they like detect that? Is is that probably yeah? No, I, they, apparently they 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 can use the doctor as a battery. So yeah. this one dandy fop who changes bodies and actors every dandy couple of years. Fop? <laughs> I love it. He is the one thing protecting Earth from the presence of yes. malevolent alien yeah. forces. If he disappears, everybody's like, yeah, hell yeah, party on Earth. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Okay. Well, yes and no. I mean, he's also not there. When Earth is being attacked by aliens that have nothing to do with him. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. Doctor Who is very powerful. Holds a lot of clout in the malevolent alien yeah. scene. Yes. Yeah. Okay. They're like, oh, we shouldn't go to Earth. The Doctor's going to fuck our shit up if we do. Okay. Yeah. Oh. She went to go get snacks, and it's like, LOL, be right back. Bye, Jackie. We'll see you later. You never get to go on adventures. I'm distracted by Billy Piper's inconsistent tone. What do you mean? She was like destitute. She was panicking. She was like rallying cry, and now yeah. she's just bored. <laughs> you fucking spilled soup on the goddamn fucking is that time soup? engine. What is it? That was tea. Oh my god, these aliens are from the planet Land of the Lost. <laughs> Fucking slee stack motherfuckers. Deus ex tikina. Wake up, you tussle-haired <laughs> tosser. Tosser? That's a British term. I'm trying to use British slang. Oh, I see. 
It means wanker. Does it? Yes. Yeah. Which means one who wanks. He's like a Skeletor wannabe. Oh, it's like it's a crap. It's like crappy Skeletor cosplay. Yeah. He's so or s- he's still scary, mostly or, because he has those guys behind him. Yeah. The what? Sycorax. Because that's what Eccleston did it. one time. Yeah. 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 I like that the companions kind of become little badasses all on their own. They kind of just like learn. Is there a law in Time Lordery that says that the doctor has to be a man? No. No. But he was born a guy, so, I mean, it, it makes sense. There's a really great sketch uh, where the doctor turns into Rowan Atkinson and then turns into a woman. <laughs> uh, the woman who plays uh, Patsy from Absolute Fabulous. Oh. It's a really great sketch. I'll put it in the doobly doo. You don't need your iPhone app anymore, bro. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Hello. (laughs) Give me that. Fuck your laser whip. Cheeky monkey, isn't he? Yeah. Deus ex cheekina. Not ginger. Oh, 
Oh, by the way, there's an army of evil alien monks. Maybe you can all make with the pleasantries later. Yeah, but they're super British. They gotta do that first. <laughs> oh. Is this either of your favorite doctors? I love Tenet. But he's not my favorite. That's not, yeah. I don't, I didn't ask if you liked him. Uh, not, no, my, my favorite is the four. Oh, right. And, and Rachel's was yeah. Eccleston. Okay. He's my, like, second favorite. Though. Yeah. Like, I would watch his seasons, like, again and again. Mm. And this guy's trying real hard to be super charming. Oh no, he hit the staples button. Oh no. <laughs> he hit the staples button? He did. Oh my god. Oh my god. He freed he freed everybody from Heaven's Gate. And they're like, "Oh my love, what am I doing on the edge of this building top then?" This guy's pretty fucking cocky considering there are like 7,000 of these soldiers. Yeah, because yeah, he's the doctor. He's the fucking doctor, yo. Does he feel like they could still have uh, strength in numbers? see him in his non like i'm assuming his non-humanoid form he's a space alien so i'm assuming no that's his form that's yeah, he is a humanoid form yeah the time lords are all humanoid okay. yeah there's actually a really interesting like origin that he's not like a ball of flubber and no. it was like no. oh i need to infiltrate humanity no. on earth so i better look like a british white guy no okay no no it's um actually people when they meet the doctor like well you look so human he's like oh no you just look time lord I think Schaefer hates this show. I don't. I do not hate this show. Look, a sword fight in space. I've seen sword fights in space. It's called Star Wars. This uh, is a low budget uh, sword fight in space. I think you'll like the reference that happens soon, though. I like just want Billy Piper to jump in and take the sword and be like, let me show you how you do it, you twit. And like, slay Skeletor in the face. 
Well, I mean, the doctor doesn't kill. That's also like the big thing. Yeah. Also, Batman. Uh, like so, Batman. I, I feel like I have connected way more strongly to, to Billy Piper, Rose, uh, than I have to this doctor fella in the PJs. Fair enough. Yeah. I want to see. I want to see her do more. Since she's basically been holding everybody together since <laughs> this yeah. alien race appeared on BBC. Oh, oh! It's a rough day when the director had to tell the cast that the, st- the stunt coordinator slash fight choreographer couldn't show up for work. And he was like, wing it. Dude, did you just not get the fucking cut that hand off reference? No, I saw it. I don't care. <gasps> Say what? That's a thing he can do? Deus ex time lord in a... Why doesn't he generate a different hand? Why didn't he generate, like, a different actor's hand? That a hand looked just like his. Maybe he did. Maybe this is like a face-off situation, but with hands. <laughs> I'm just watching Schaefer watch this now. No, not buying it. No. Okay. So, granted, he's the leader, and you want to show that your villain is some sort of a coward, but right. he brought legions of his race down there, right. and one sleepy Brit with a sword pokes him in the face and says, Leave, or I'll kill you. That guy would, the, the, a leader of any enemy faction, would martyr himself before surrender. Oh, unless it was all a ruse. Oh, oh, but it backfired on it because the doctor threw an apple. <laughs> I love, I just, I didn't say a damn thing during your little diatribe. Because. Because you defeated their leader. What? Why? They weren't even in the thing. Why did they all disappear? They weren't in it. Yeah, they were. They were in the ship. What are you talking about? They were standing next to it. No, the the the, the aliens beamed them off the ship. Yeah, they were like. Oh, I see. I thought the, I thought the TARDIS did that. No, no, no. TARDIS didn't do that. I was like, oh, you just got to be near it. Same blue light that transported them up and controlled the blood of the of the of the dudes. They ejected them and they were like, bah. Yeah, like. Lol, get out. You know what? You're right. We're done. Oh, right, this bit. Wait, what the? This bit. 
No, actually, uh, our space program hasn't done that in generations. But <laughs> we're, not, we're not sending out probes and information looking for intelligent well, life. Well, TV anymore. signals are strong enough to leave our atmosphere. No, they're not. Yeah, they are. No, they're not. This is a different universe. This is where a British dude can ride around in a blue box and save the planet. Okay, except he's supposed to be the weird element, and he's supposed to be still serving an actual humanity. Yeah. To fire? What, what's to fire. To fire. What are they doing? Are they shooting at the aliens yeah. as they're as they're retreating? Yeah. Coward. Why is the doctor not intervening on this? Because well, it kind of happened without him knowing. He's a time lord. Doesn't he have powers? <laughs> no. He's nonviolent. Look at. He's all like, "LOL." Hold on. Wait, Hold on. Wait. Wait. That was murder. Oh. Okay. Hit him. Hit him. Oh, he seated paranoia in her. <laughs> I don't kill people, but I'm still a manipulative prick. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. totally. Oh, totally. He's like Batman. <laughs> totally. <gasps> Yay, he's picking his outfit. I'm there so excited. There are so many comparisons. There are so many analogies can be drawn between this, the, the Doctor and Batman that it's... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. 
Totally. Ugh, I'm gonna just. Yeah, no, put that down. Is he the Fez fucker? No. no. Oh. The Fez fucker? Yeah. Is he the bow tie fucker? No. No, that's the same fucker. That's the same oh, fucker. Okay. Just wait. He's gonna get his outfit together. Uh, where is he browsing? In his in the TARDIS. He's TARDIS. Oh, he's just got a wardrobe in there. Yeah. Hell yeah, because he goes to different like times, and sometimes he has to dress appropriately for those times. Oh right, I forget that there's time travel involved. Ugh. Ugh. So handsome. I mean, it's a good-looking outfit. I give you that. He looks sharp. Ugh. I'll be in my bunk, guys. <laughs> he is a handsome, handsome man. I want that trench coat. I want that trench coat like, like, whoa. I want that like, whoa. Like, whoa. <laughs> Hello, Rose. Wink. I want her to push him in a river and then take the TARDIS on adventures. <laughs> she was the most interesting thing that happened. Oh. Oh, right. It was Christmas. Yeah. I, I was like, wait, it's snowing? Oh, that's right. This is a Christmas episode, and it started with Christmas tree. <laughs> a killer Christmas tree. Yeah. It's the spaceship breaking up the atmosphere. This isn't snow, it's ash. I'm very much a vehicle. Well, that's grim. Yep. Not denying the existence of aliens now. Piss off, friend zone. <laughs> Piss off, friend zone? Yeah, he represents everything that I hate. <laughs> well, in, in pissy, whiny, entitled boys. His story arc gets so much better. Yeah. Oh, does it? Yeah. It does. Oh, okay. So much better. Well, having only this episode to go on, all I know is that he's whining. Yes. Oh, when, oh absolutely. When absolutely. the end of humanity is looming over yes. us, yeah. he's still whining because... Oh, yeah, no. Because his, his heart his heart's broke. His romantic interest uh, is not sharing his enthusiasm. Just... Yo, was she married? No. Oh, no. okay. Well, it looked like a wedding ring, but I drunk so maybe it was on the wrong finger I find this guy kind of insufferable he grows on you does he yeah he really does right now I just find him just 
He's just like a cartoon avatar for the word smug. He gets... Oh, you get previews of next episode. Yeah. Oh, okay. Ooh. Well, the whole season. Like, they're showing previews of the whole season. Oh, that's... Okay, that's novel. Sarah Jane! I forgot Sarah Jane! Oh, Anthony! K-9! K-9! At least K-9 didn't make it past the 70s. I know. It's a, it's a cameo in one episode. The face oh, of Bogue! Cyberman! Cyberman! Doctor Who. Is that how the theme song goes? No. It's... And we're done. We did it. Huh. Uh, so, uh, Schaefer, uh, yes. initial thoughts. Um, I, I don't know that based on that I would watch it again. Okay. Um, All right. I, I understand that and listening to you guys talk about it while you're watching it, that it's a very rich world. So all of these characters, you can't, you know, obviously... They appear in dozens of hours of more programming yes. throughout throughout the show. Yes, yes, yes. And that obviously it's an investment to become. Oh, absolutely. I think absolutely. Just seeing this one episode, I would. I I do not feel compelled to watch more. Oh, okay. Um, I I feel compelled to watch more based on stuff that I brought to this before watching it, which uh-huh. is just, I just feel like if so many people I know are so passionate about this thing, then there's something there that I don't know about that. That there's something there that if you start watching it at some point it like clicks. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like like uh, tumblers and a lock. Yeah. Like and suddenly you're <laughs> like, oh, watched, I'm in on it. But I watched but the, the first th- episode of this uh, maybe three times before I was like, okay, I'm gonna go to the next episode. And then once I got like a few episodes into the series, I was like, okay, this is fun. It's like fantasy. It's like sci-fi it's like yeah it's it it is well the thing is i mean i have the benefit of years and years and years of doctor who watching and 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 coming back to this just feels like home to me so someone who someone like brand new who's coming to it like you yeah i think i think you kind of have to give it uh another maybe three episodes sure before you can really like sit back and go you know what this is not my cup of tea sure you know. I wouldn't say I, I would not write it off and I would not disparage it based on the one episode that I've seen. Yeah. But I would say that that episode was not enough to make me want to keep watching it. I, I, I mostly found myself mean? distracted by its own its own kind of uh, self-satisfaction, <laughs> which is 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 is, is personified yeah. Yeah. in the doctor's performance. I think I think maybe. I think maybe this was not the best episode to introduce you to. Really? Yeah. Because that's what um, you were supposed to pick. No, I know. But the thing is, it's like, I mean, I don't think Blink was a good episode because there's less Doctor in it. Okay. Um, I thought this would be a good introduction because as a viewer of Doctor Who, this is the show where you're being introduced to a new Doctor. I mean, I got the things. Yeah. I, got, I got to see a new Doctor introduced yeah. and saw the mm-hmm. Sonic Screwdriver and saw the TARDIS. So I yeah. saw like a lot of like You saw all of, the, all of the important tropes. And here's the thing. I mean, with a lot of television shows, the the the, the detriment of having a, a show where you have the main character become a new character every like 
season or three seasons mm-hmm. or four seasons, mm-hmm. you kind of have to like do a pilot with them. And yeah. You kind of have to get like past the, so you get like a pilot every single time you have a new doctor. And this was very much like the tenant pilot where sure. it's like not necessarily like the most perfect example, but it is like the best primer you're going to get. Sure. For, like yeah. what is to come. Right. I, I don't, I don't think it's bad and I don't think that, um, I don't think that that it's silly or that I I would uh, condemn it in any way. Sure, sure. I sure. just think that like for me, it, 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 if it, I it, watched that yeah. one episode, I would be like, I'm not going to watch this. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, but I I'm not saying that I'm going to give up on it. Maybe um, I'll maybe so, I'll try so another one. You, but so are you saying here on the podcast that you're going to watch a few more episodes? I might. All I right. definitely would start with it was, Eccleston years though. I it was I, I'll tell you what it was definitely exciting. This is the first time I've ever seen this world in motion. I've only seen yeah. stills. I've never right. watched. I've never even seen like, I don't think I've seen an gifts or, yeah, or, or, I, or I don't yeah. think yeah. I've seen a clip. So, um, I mean, I'm, I'm curious now that I've seen it and, and now that I've seen it and I'm underwhelmed, I feel like there's a part of me that's kind of now going to start gnawing at me being like, you gotta get back in there, man. <laughs> Everybody knows something that you don't. Well, no, but and also, I would agree I mean, that something, it's a universe, possible. shut up. A universe this vast and this broad that has gone on this long, yeah. obviously cannot be reduced to a single episode. No, clearly not. So, clearly not. And I'm I'm aware. Of but it. also, I'm just saying that just if it were just that one episode, I'd be like. To yeah, be honest, I really though, care. I feel like any one episode we'd show you'd be like, I don't. Yeah, that's true too. True. It's, it's definitely an investment. It's, it's a sum of its parts rather than the individual world. Yeah, you know, like you can't. Um, but it's also entirely possible that it's just not your thing. You know, like there are people yeah. out there who just don't get it. I like know? science fiction. I like fantasy. I like uh, British television. But so, you also hate time travel. I don't hate time travel. Yes, you do. I think it's I, I, I think it's generally uh, lazy. Well, I don't like it when it's used as a, it's a, a show or a story's only plot device. I, okay. I find it's yeah. with the exception of Back to the Future. There's actually very little. I mean, time travel is actually a very tiny fr- portion of the whole thing. Oh, I know. I'm not judging it by yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you know what? So next month when we meet for the uh, for the podcast, um, hopefully you have seen a few more episodes and you'll be better informed as to whether or not it's a thing you're going to continue. We'll I see. If I do, recommend Eccleston. I'm yeah. going to go back and start with Eccleston. Yeah. If I if if. Right, if if I but do. I but I will check in. I will ask. Okay, because I'm sure our listeners, our listener, is going to be curious as to whether or not you uh, gave it another shot. Okay, um, but I think uh, having put you through this, um, that we should probably do this again. You know, because there's TV or, shows that yeah. you love that I've never watched. Sure, yeah. there's TV shows that Rachel has seen that loves that neither one of us has watched. Yeah. So um, maybe we can make this a regular thing. All right, we'll do it like every uh, every every few episodes yeah, yeah. when uh, when we don't have another plan. Right. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll do we'll do one of these. Yeah. Awesome. I like it. Um, and I th- I think that's it. Should we wrap up? Sure. Yeah. All right. Well, do we have any plugs? I I'm I'm at the circus. Come got, come find me at the circus. I got stuff in places. Uh, I I do want to plug that I'm in the the New York Funny Songs Fest this year, which starts. Oh, I saw an ad for that. This day, the day this podcast drops, so Thursday night. Through Sunday, New York's Funny Songs Fest. Awesome. Uh, after Birth Monkeys competing for the title of Funniest Songs. Awesome. Uh, you can find me at the Big Apple Circus this week and maybe next week. Yeah. And that's and that's all I got. <laughs> that's it? Yep. Yeah. Um, oh, and the Brooklyn Smallest Penis Pageant on June 13th. I'm in that. 
Okay. I'm not competing in it, obviously. Right. You're you're. you're I'm uh, playing music yes. about penis. Yes. In, in reference. Afterbirth Monkey is making an appearance. Yes. Yes. We're doing that thing. We're around. Look for us. All Follow right. us on Twitter. Uh, I got nothing to plug. I'm going to spend June um, uh, doing a tiny bit of traveling and uh, <laughs> finishing up this EP of songs that I hope to have out by summer. And um, I, I've, I've got no performances to plug. I'm going to hunker down in the studio mm-hmm. and try get to some get work this done. Yeah. Uh, questionable record released. Awesome. Yay. Awesome, yes. awesome. Well, I think that's it. Let's wrap this up. Uh, this has been episode 32 of the Epic Podcast. Uh, I've been your host, Nelson Lugo. I have been your other host, Shape of the Dark Lord. And I have been your other, other host, Rachel Shank. Be safe, Internet. Did you know that the TARDIS has six consoles because it was supposed to be controlled by six Time Lords? Thank you for listening to the Epic Podcast. We'd love to hear from you, our loyal listener. So send us your feedback, love mail, hate mail, dick pics, and recipes to epicpiecast at gmail.com. But seriously, don't send us dick pics. As listener-supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the Nerdy Show Network alive by telling a friend or funding the network via Patreon. Any size contribution gets you exclusive outtakes, episodes, and images from across the network. And there's even more perks available. Just head to patreon.com slash nerdyshow. To find out how you or your company can underwrite this or other Nerdy Show programming, visit nerdyshow.com slash sponsorships. If you like what you've heard, please rate and review us on iTunes or like and follow us on SoundCloud. For more podcasts, articles, community forums, and more, visit nerdyshow.com. And be sure to follow Nerdy Show and the Epic Podcast on all of your favorite social networks. If it's geeky, we've got it covered. You know what, Schaefer? If you were a Time Lord, your Time Lord name would be The Rapper. Nelson's would be The Magician, I guess, and mine would just be... The wackadoo. I hate that. I don't even know the tune. Can I be the performer? Would that be a thing? Sure. Yes. Fine, man. The awesome. Can I just be the awesome? Now you're pushing. Now you're just getting greedy. The incredible. You're getting greedy now. Edible. Get it. Greedy. Stop. Just stop. The cutie. And cut. 
What are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.